Sophia's Choice, a Golden Girls podcast. <laughs> First time all night you've hurried on anything. <laughs> Sorry, I'm a man who likes to take my time, Brent. I'm not a wham-bam, thank you, ma'am kind of a guy like you. <laughs> it's wham-bam, thank you, mammy, but we'll talk about uh, that later. <laughs> I believe that's what Ski says, because his wife has uh, wanted to be called mammy by their grandchild. Uh-huh. So <laughs> it actually makes perfect sense. Exactly. <laughs> I wonder if we discussed that when the episode came around. I, I, I think we discussed the mammy thing. Um, I, I'm thinking we did at some point, yeah. But I don't know that I made that particular joke, at least. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Anyways. Uh, well, today, uh, I don't know if I've, what I've even said so far, but welcome to another episode of Sophia's Choice. That Gold, part's new. Okay. Golden Girls Podcast. I am Alan, joined by Brent. Hello. And Ski. Hi, friends. Uh, no snappy openings today, because this is a recap episode. Correct. Bare bones. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> We are going to be recapping season six as we move into the uh, final season of Golden Girls, so we, we need to have a little retrospective to go back over mm-hmm. where we've been before we go where we're going. The uh, final season of the Golden Girls, the penultimate season of, of the, Sophia's Choice. Correct, yes. Uh, as Brent has committed, um, and I have committed uh, to, I guess, uh, because I don't want to make him sad, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we are... <laughs> We are going to be doing a, this ep- the season of Golden Palace as well. But yeah, we've only got two more of these recaps like, to do. Yeah. Like, aren't you interested, though? Like, Golden Palace, like, well, the, you know, two, three, I don't know how many times B. Arthur shows up, but do you think those episodes would be better or worse than the average episode? Like, how does that interact with the dynamic? And, like, aren't you curious? I am somewhat curious about it. I guess I'm not as... if it, I don't know if I'm curious enough about it that I want to devote mm-hmm. the amount of time that we put into each episode. Oh. <laughs> um, I feel like I'm curious enough that I'd be like, oh, yeah, over the weekend I watched 24 episodes of Golden Palace, yes. and this is what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> but that said, uh, we are not going to do that. We will go through it in our normal format, but Correct. that's for another day, another time. Mm-hmm. Today, of course, uh, we're doing our recap of Season 6. Uh, we're going to go over our MVPs, our top episodes, as well as our bottom episodes, and See which ones are going to be moving on as we continue through our uh, process of determining the best ever. Now, obviously, like you said, we can determine this later if it's not a consensus at this point. So we're verging on season seven, right? Yes. Are we going to figure out uh, Sophia's choice for all of the Golden Girls, or are we incorporating Golden Palace in the final decision? Oh, we have to incorporate Golden Palace. Yeah. I'll be surprised if Golden Palace has something that rises above yeah. all seven seasons worth of... But it could impact who the MVP overall is. Yeah, it could. Yeah, especially because Brent's votes are a throwaway almost every time. <laughs> <laughs> so. Well, and Dorothy's going to have a, a major uh, like a uh, un- undercutting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it, um, Dorothy is in no 
position to possibly win the MVP <laughs> for the series, at least on mm-hmm. our votes. <laughs> so mm-hmm. that Golden Palace is not make or break her. I can guarantee you that. <laughs> She's received fewer votes than Paul Dooley has. <laughs> <laughs> she is in fourth place in the overall, um, but we'll get to that uh, in due time. Uh, now Brent's going to be doing our overall like episode by episode recap where he'll give us a, a snappy sentence or two about each episode. I'll give you a snappy sentence or two about a third of the episodes. Okay. <laughs> Is it going to be like uh, like three verse poetry, like snappy? Exactly. Like, well, what about be- the other style? two thirds? Are you even going to mention them? <laughs> yeah, I'll mention them. Oh, I just okay. don't know if they rise to the level of snappy. Oh, okay. I see. Oh. <laughs> we got so. drums right over there. We could do like a bongo. <laughs> 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 Yeah, I don't know. I don't think season that... six, episode one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not nearly good enough at auditing at editing audio uh-huh. <laughs> to account for you know having a, an extra musical backbeat <laughs> with any of this. Um, but I don't know if you two are really feeling it. Then by all means, uh, it'll be our listeners that suffer more than I. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, though, there is no listener that has suffered more than I, because <laughs> neither of you two listen, <laughs> and I edit every one of these. <laughs> so, uh, but anyways, it's the journey. Yeah, <laughs> that sweet destination though when we get there. <laughs> well, just to give everybody a little state of the union, because we do like to do that on these recap episodes too. Uh, this is our one hundred and sixtieth. What should we do that at the? Before the recap or at the end? But Actually, we do it at the beginning. Okay, at the so this is just like, not like the stats as far as like MVPs and stuff like right, that. Right, yeah. Gotcha. This is just kind of stuff about the Perfect. podcast okay. and overall. Gotcha. Yeah, this is our 160th episode so far, which is kind pretty impressive. Kind of a good round number, yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have had over 27,500 listens to oh, this nice. point. Uh, we've been in every state, uh, listened to in every state. I do still believe that Hawaii has just had one listen <laughs> in the three years we've been on. Yeah, <laughs> God bless least. that one listener. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I am appreciative that we had one person. Uh-huh. I, I wonder if there's any chance that an established listener went on a uh, a vacation there and was mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm going to do this for the boys. <laughs> <laughs> just so we can check it off the list. Um, exactly. He's like, oh, I'm bored in this crappy state of Hawaii. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what else is there to do here? I'll just listen to a podcast. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, well, we have uh, been listened to in 76 countries at this point. Uh, U.S., of course, number one, followed by Canada, the U.K., Germany, Sweden, Australia, and uh, one of our newer countries that I don't think we'd had any listens to as of the end of season five, at least, Thailand. Nice. Wow. Yeah, we've had like 150 odd listens in Thailand. I, I'm curious if it's one person who's burned through basically the entire catalog, or if it's 150 people that listened to one episode and came to their <laughs> senses. <laughs> but either way, uh, a few other new countries we've added since the last time we talked about this. Uh, we've gotten a listen in Greece, okay. um, Afghanistan. Okay. Uh, Antigua and Barbuda, which it combines as two, because or mm-hmm. combines two as one. Yeah. Uh, Slovakia. Oh yeah. And uh, I feel bad to add to this country's woes, but also Ukraine. Ah. <laughs> so we've had a uh, you know expanded our our listenership. Yeah. It is pretty cool. The seventy six countries have had yeah. somebody oh, yeah. listen to at least one mm-hmm. episode of these uh, yeah. the show. Yeah. Locally grown, internationally known. Exactly. <laughs> Johnson County's biggest export. <laughs> Boy, that says so little for Johnson County. <laughs> um, anyways, but yeah, so Brent's going to go through our episodes. Uh, I did, though, before we do, yeah. um, have a few listener interactions oh, nice. to wrap up our season six. How's the gang doing? 
Uh, doing well, as far as I can tell. Okay. Um, do keep in mind that we are recording this a couple weeks before the season, and before the last episode airs, so there may be a few more uh, interactions that come Between in. now and then, exactly. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but I've got actually three to go through today. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. It's a deluge. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Actually, did I say three? I meant four. Oh, wow. What? Yeah. This went up by 33%. I don't expect to hear any in the next two weeks, though. <laughs> <laughs> Being a drought. Exactly. Um, well, we got one from uh, Jennifer. Oh, hello, Jennifer. Uh, she. This was in relation to Love for Sale. Oh, uh, yeah. The most recent episode that dropped as of the uh, recording of this podcast. Yeah, yeah. That was the auction one? Uh, exactly, yeah. yep. Fun, fun one. And I had said something to the effect in my post that, you know, our love is definitely for sale and mm-hmm. shamefully low in cost. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> And Jennifer said, uh, mine is uh, woefully expensive. Know your worth. Wait, no, never mind, you do. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, it's harsh but fair mm-hmm. and accurate. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we also got a, a comment from a, a new... Uh, Eight reviews can't be wrong. <laughs> right. It was like 14. <laughs> 14 <laughs> yeah. out of 27,500. <laughs> yeah. Well, we haven't had 27,500 individual <laughs> listeners, I don't think. That would almost be kind of more impressive. Yeah. <laughs> Each one of them was like once and they're done. Yeah, exactly. I heard one and that's all I need to hear. I mean, yeah. like, wow, our marketing's really good because people are coming in. Uh-huh. <laughs> they just, uh, then once they get the product, then uh-huh. they don't come back. Uh, but we have a, a comment from a listener who I don't believe has ever commented before. Ooh. So it's always exciting. Yeah. Uh, Angie Smith. Uh, okay. She commented. Welcome aboard. This was yeah, about, welcome aboard. This is the episode with John in it. What was the name of it? The It was the episode where uh, Dorothy. The second chance prom kind of a thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, with Hal Linden? Yes, exactly, that's one. Oh, Barney Miller? She says, that was her favorite episode. She's been waiting for us to review this one. Dorothy should have married John in the finale. They were perfect for each other. Yeah. Swoon. And uh, (laughs) I said, I can't argue with that. Uh, You know, contrary to what Sophia would have us believe, I think Dorothy has the best stable of suitors of the whole group. Mm -hmm. I mean, really, if you look over who Dorothy has dated throughout the series, I think she's doing better than everyone. Well, I think they do more character development with most of her boyfriends than a lot of other ones. Well, they're just just more handsome and better. I mean, (laughs) like Miles, I'll give Miles the the nod for being a really good dude other than his sordid past. You don't think Miles is a handsome fella? Sure, he is. I'm just saying I don't know that he's more handsome than Hal Linden. Yeah. Oh, no, I wouldn't say so. Or, or Rocco. Um, yeah, yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was working my way there. But uh, she, she said she also liked Al the Cop and Ken. Mm-hmm. So. Very nice. Well, I'm really glad that like, she, like, she stuck it around to get to her favorite episode. I hope she continues to listen. Yeah, well, she's not in. like, all right, they're done. <laughs> oh, I'm out. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> she's like, they didn't give it all late, so these fuckers <laughs> don't know anything. Exactly. <laughs> I, think, I think it got a fairly high rating, though, didn't it? It did, but it... Uh, it it's, wasn't all eights, yeah. um, but it was a high rating. But yeah. if it's your favorite episode ever, she probably yeah. still disagreed with us mm-hmm. if they weren't eights across the board. Yeah. Uh, we also got a comment from another one of our uh, very regular uh, commenters, uh, Lisa, mm-hmm. a.k.a. Oh, Mermaiden. Mm-hmm. Uh, 34. Yep. Um, she said, it's interesting Dorothy's dad came back from the dead to dress up like a court gesture and serve her dinner while she's on a date. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, that's definitely uh, my plan for the afterlife. I just hope that my kids remember me a little when I visit from beyond the grave. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and then the final one. So you return from beyond the grave in order mm-hmm. to serve your kids surf and turf. Right. Um, like, what if they're like, you know, just piss poor tippers like are you gonna, like, <laughs> yeah i mean it, it depends 
if I feel like I gave great service, then I'll really be mad. But if I don't, then I'm like, you know what? They know they're worth, and they know they shouldn't (laughs) overpay for bad service. (laughs) (laughs) Although there's still a part of me where I'm sure you two are the same. Mm -hmm. I have to get almost monumentally bad service to leave a crappy tip or no tip. Yeah, Um, I can't even give a bad tip. Like, even if the service is absolutely horrible, mm -hmm. I just, yeah, I can't. Because it's one of those things that... I'm afraid that they don't realize that they're giving bad service, right. and so they're going to think I'm the asshole. Like, yeah. like they're not going to be like, they didn't tip me the full 22%. What am I doing wrong? Right, yeah. <laughs> like, they're not going to take it as a moment of self-reflection. They're going to be like, that asshole gypped me. Well, that's the thing. I mean, it, it's not just, and I, just to even clarify, it's not just bad service like slow or inattentive or brought wrong food or anything. It has to be, it would have to be even beyond that, like rude, mm-hmm. almost intentionally bad service. It was mm-hmm. obviously intentionally yeah, bad yeah. service. In a case like that, then I guess maybe, but gosh, I can't remember the last time I didn't leave a tip. It was probably 20 years ago mm-hmm. <laughs> or something like that. So, and at that point, I was probably young and mm-hmm. didn't, and you know, wasn't didn't as know sensitive. Better. Yeah, exactly. We were a-holes back then anyway. Mm-hmm. I mean, not that we're not a-holes now, but we know a little, a thing or two about a thing or two. Somewhat more courteous a-holes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we, we understand. A-holes with discretionary income. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Well, we got one other interaction I want to mention, and this one's a great one. Uh, Tammy sent us one. Oh, nice. Um, she said, uh, not about the episode, but mm-hmm. one of my grade five students copied this sticker off my computer, and I'm going to post this on one of our social medias, maybe hopefully a couple oh, of them. Oh, awesome. Yeah. But it is a, a an artist rendition of Ski's artist oh, nice. rendition. <laughs> that is awesome. Yeah, so wonderful. Oh, that's so good. Yeah, that is great. Um, and I said, that's awesome. Of course, it's also blatant copyright infringement, <laughs> and we'll be prosecuting that child to the fullest extent of the law, uh-huh. but still pretty can amazing. Can we send yeah. the kid a, a sticker? I mean, she, yeah, we, we can send Tammy out an extra sticker to give to her uh, her student, yeah. uh, by all means. Um, and, awesome. of course, if anybody's out there that uh, has never asked for a sticker, or if somebody's out there like Jennifer needed a new one because <laughs> hers got damaged and I've sent one her way, um, if anyone needs a new one or has never asked for one, by all means, just send us a message. We'll happily send you out free of charge a couple stickers nice. with our logo on it. Follow-up, have we had any corrections that would re- require us to send out one of those postcards or whatever? No, no, no one has sent a correction in that would uh, require Ski to actually do some, some artistic uh, <laughs> endeavors for somebody but still batting a thousand yep exactly yes. <laughs> everything we've said is lawless beyond reproach <laughs> so. well i don't have any other things to go over until we get to me that was pretty great though that was, it was. Good for yeah it was really nice thank you everybody yeah thank you jennifer and tammy and angie mm-hmm. and lisa yep exactly yeah thanks for all you guys uh I'll be interested. I, you know, there's a few people we haven't heard from from in a little while. Mm-hmm. Um, in particular, Numi. So I'm hoping Numi's mm-hmm. still out there listening. Hope so too. Uh, yeah. Though we definitely enjoy uh, any interactions, and you know, whether it's someone who's been with us the whole time or someone who's sending us a new message, yeah. we love hearing from everybody. Exactly. So. Or even constructive criticism. Yeah, yeah. As long as uh, it's only toward the Brenterski. <laughs> 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 if somebody did like comment about how much they love me and ski and how you were an asshole, mm-hmm. would you read that one? Or would you just want to skip over it? Uh, in all honesty, it all depends. Yes, I would totally listen. I would totally read that one. Uh-huh. Like, even if it was someone who was I thought was just being facetious, like if Jennifer sent that gotcha. in, uh-huh. I would still read that off. Um, uh-huh. Or if it was something Sherry. I thought was... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I'm leaving you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, so if anybody's on the market for a 44-year-old podcaster... <laughs> who isn't? <laughs> right. 
It's so hard to find. Can't throw a rock without hitting a 44-year-old podcaster. <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, I, I totally would. Honestly, the ones I would be reluctant is if somebody gave legitimate criticism to one of you two. Oh, nice. Because um, I wouldn't want you to get in your heads about it. Like They're like, yeah, that Brent, he just, he ums so often. Or <laughs> do I he, really? No. I mean, you no do No more it. than normal? Exactly, gotcha. yeah. yeah. No more than either of the other two of us do. Coming from the third person now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, when I'm listening, I listen to myself as if I'm a third person observer. Really? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And I'm just always marveling at how great that Alan is. Sorry. Another five-star episode. Yeah. <laughs> My 14th one. Yeah. <laughs> I am going to stay gold, Coco. Right. Like, apparently, this guy, he just doesn't know how to stop being gold. Yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of, I'm taking uh, Gabby to see The Outsiders next month. Oh, yeah? So, um, like, it, it was coming to the art craft. And I knew that, and I was like, oh, I bet she would really like that, because I assumed she had read it in school. And I was talking to her about it the other day, and she's like, no, we were supposed to, but then the teacher changed her mind, and we read this other book instead. Mm. And I was like, well, you know you're allowed to read it independently if you want to. No. <laughs> you're like, fuck off, old man. <laughs> exactly. That's crazy And she's like, well, I'd like to. And I was like, all right. So we ran over to, um, you know, picked up a copy and everything. So she's going to read it between now and the end of March when it's going to be at the art craft and we're going to go see it. So Very nice. Did you guys get it from the library or you buy it? I went half price. I was like, half price books is going to have, you know, 37 <laughs> copies. Yeah. Sure as shit they did. <laughs> <laughs> How are you going to feel about it if after reading it she always referred to you as Pony Boy from yeah. now on? <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like, um, so she, she started to read it and everything. And she's like, names were so weird back then. And I was like, well, Pony Boy is not his Christian name. <laughs> it's like, it's, those are nicknames. <laughs> and she's like, oh, okay. <laughs> I'm glad you set her straight so that yeah. she didn't think that, like, your dad's name was really, you know. Exactly. <laughs> Soda Pop. Yeah. Exactly. I think Soda I, Pop Pinsky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um, I think I may have mentioned this, but I took um. Vanessa. That's actually what happens when I drink some Soda Pop. Soda Papazinski, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Class jaw. <laughs> um, when I took Vanessa to see um, Rebel Without a Cause, like I had told her ahead of time, I was like, well, now you can see what it was like when I was in high school. <laughs> and then, like, the movie starts up, and she looks at me like I was fucking ancient. <laughs> <laughs> totally bought into it, huh? You did. You grew up in the black and white? <laughs> Yeah, back then we didn't have racism because we didn't have color. <laughs> exactly. exactly. <laughs> it's in color. What's that? Rebel oh, it is Rebel Without a Cause yeah, in color? It's in color. It's been a long... I've seen it, but it's probably I've been... never seen it. Oh. I, I thought it was a black and white film. No, it's so. got a red jacket. And... Mm. My fault. Sorry. It's fine. Are you sure that it isn't an amazing Technicolor? It's got hair like Blanche. And <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> What, I can't remember the line. It's like, look what a badass James Dean was. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, I don't have anything else until you're done with yours. I got our MVPs and top episodes and whatnot. But before okay. I get to that, I think it's time for Brent to okay. take off. Mm-hmm. Dazzle us. Yeah. My phone's about to die. We took too long. So. Ah, dude. I, well, you don't have an iPhone, do you? No. Yeah, so I don't know if I have a charger that fits your phone. Mm-hmm. Try again next week. Yeah. <laughs> You'll swing it. Exactly. <laughs> Just pull up the IMDb on my phone. Yeah. <laughs> Improvise. Yeah. No, it's fine. I'm still at 59%. Oh, okay. So I'm good. 
Uh, so, Golden Girls Season 6 recap. Uh, this season aired on Saturday nights from 9 to 9.30 Eastern between September 22nd, 1990 and May the 4th, 1991. Uh, the Golden Girls uh, were nominated for an Outstanding Comedy Series at the Emmys, uh, but alas, they lost to Cheers. Also losing that year, uh, losing that year were Designing Women, Murphy Brown, and The Wonder Years. I think that's a pretty damn good group, isn't it? Yeah, that's it a is. solid lineup. It is. Um, so, a uh, brief recap of everything that happened in Season 6. Uh, episode 1, Blanche Delivers. Uh, that's the one where Rebecca decides to deliver Blanche's test tube grandbaby in Miami. Episode 2, Once in St. Olaf. Uh, that's the one where Rose meets the poor man's Billy Barty, uh, Don Amici. Hmm. Uh, Betty White was nominated for the Outstanding Lead Actress in a Comedy Series Emmy for this episode. And then she lost to the recently departed Kirstie Alley for Cheers. And then other losers that year were Candace Bergen for Murphy Brown, Delta Burke for Designing Women, and Blair Brown for The Days and Nights of Molly Dodd. Hmm. Episode three, If At Last You Do Succeed, uh, that's the one with the Zborny, uh, the world's only known way to open a baked potato. <laughs> yep. Not a week goes by that I don't hear someone proclaim, that's the best thing since opened potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> I like so the glad idea you that, brought that up. Yeah, I like the idea that somebody stole that or at least tried to steal that after it came out. <laughs> you know, like a real inventor was like, wow, that is a great idea. <laughs> it's going to pay off way more than the little, you know, igloo you look into that leaves a black mark around your eye. Right. <laughs> Whatever yeah. his Christmas novelty thing was. Yeah. And so episode four, Snap Out of It. Uh, that's the one where Dorothy tries to get Martin Mull to leave his apartment for the first time in 20 years. If he wouldn't leave his house to vote against Nixon's re-election, Dorothy has her work cut out for her. Especially if you like that. <laughs> exactly. Episode five, uh, Wham Bam Thank You Mammy. Uh, that's the one where Ruby D tells Blanche about knocking boots with Big Daddy. Uh, episode six, Feelings. Uh, that's the one where Rose's dentist cops a feel while she's under anesthesia. Episode seven's Born Again. That's the one where Stan starts to court Dorothy. If those two crazy kids can't make it, what hope is there for the rest of us? Right. Episode eight, How Do You Solve a Problem Like Sophia? Uh, that's the one where the world loses a nun, and because of an unbalance in the force, Sophia is obligated to Donna Habit. <laughs> Now, I, when I introduced that episode, because I think I may have been the one, I, I don't know if I was so the one who did that recap or not, it doesn't matter, but when I at least said the title of it, I sung it, and I feel like you should have uh, paid tribute to my recap or whichever that was. How do you solve a problem like Sophia? Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, how does the melody go? How do you solve a problem like Sophia? Okay. I've already done it. You don't need to worry now. Okay. That's good. Cause <laughs> You'll pale in comparison. <laughs> Let's try to figure out if I remember how to beatbox really or not. Your duty. <laughs> Say what? They had a beatbox. Exactly. I was like, can I pull that off or not? <laughs> like, I was able to do the, you know, over there yeah. singing <laughs> a week or so back. And I was like, I don't know if I got two melodies in me or not. <laughs> So episode nine uh, was Mrs. George Devereaux. Uh, that's the one where Blanche is wooed by a dead husband while Dorothy is wooed by two men with dead careers. Mm -hmm. Episode 10, girls just want to have fun before they die. That's the one where Rose takes a vow of celibacy in order to make it rain in St. Olaf. Episode 11, stand by your man. Uh, that's the one where Blanche inadvertently dates an invalid. 
episode 12, Ebb Tide's Revenge. Uh, that's the one where Phil dies and Sophia tells us that her baby's dead. Uh, Brenda Vaccaro was nominated for the Outstanding Guest Actress in a Comedy Series Emmy for this episode. Uh, she played on, you know, Big Sally. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> she, she lost to Colleen Dewhurst as Murphy Brown's mom. Other losers that year were Whoopi Goldberg for mm-hmm. A Different World, Francis Sternhagen for Cheers, and Seda Thompson for Cheers. And those that was a handful of shows that were basically every nominee for the comedy mm-hmm. category that exactly. year. <laughs> wow, yeah. yeah, you got three networks. It's yeah, days and night of Molly Dodge just uh, snuck in there here and there. I guess <laughs> exactly. Uh, episode thirteen, the bloom is off the rose. Uh, that's the one where Rose and Miles take up skydiving. Alan Walker was nominated for the Outstanding Lighting Direction Electronic for a Series Creative Arts Emmy for this episode. That's not a category that's heavily referenced on the internet, so I have no idea who won or who (laughs) else lost. (laughs) Um, Episode 14, Sister of the Bride. Uh, That's the one where Blanche's brother Clayton comes to Miami for a commitment ceremony. This episode featured 29.8 million viewers, the highest for the entire season. And I'm genuinely curious if people tuned in because they wanted to see the Goldens' left-wing take on this issue or because they wanted to laugh at two dudes getting married. I'd like to think it's the former, but I fear it might be the latter. <laughs> it probably depends on uh, a lot of other factors, too, like yeah. where, where the you know, main centers of watcher or viewership were <laughs> for, yeah. for that episode. But right. I, I, I'll, I'll decide to, I don't know, I'll what choose was to look at the rosy view. Does it stay out there? Uh, no, uh, I don't know. Was it was episode fourteen, so it's probably around January or so. Yeah, that'd be my guess. Yeah, maybe it was the Valentine's episode, possibly. Yeah, that makes sense. So, episode fifteen, Miles to Go. Uh, that's the one where Miles announces he's in the witness protection program, says goodbye to Rose, and is never heard from again. Uh, episodes, <laughs> episode sixteen and seventeen. Uh, that was the uh, There Goes the Brides, part one and two. And these are the episodes where Dorothy and Stan sneak around to hide their courtship before finally deciding to get married over Sophia's dead body. Estelle Getty was nominated for the Outstanding Supporting Actress in a Comedy Series Emmy for this episode, along with Ebb Tide's Revenge. Uh, she lost to Cheers' uh, Baby Newirth, who presumably won because she didn't mourn her dead baby on a comedy. <laughs> she lost to who? Uh, Baby Newirth. What, what? Uh, she played Lilith. Okay, okay. Okay. So I, yeah, the name didn't ring a bell at all, but obviously... Yeah. Lilith, I definitely yeah. get, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Episode 18, Older and Wiser. Uh, that's the one where Dorothy puts Sophia in a day camp at a retirement community. It featured 17.4 million viewers, the lowest number all season, and presumably that's because Don Lake is and always will be the poor man's TV's Tim Stack. <laughs> Episode 19, Melodrama. Uh, that's the one that introduced Mel Bushman. Episode 20, Even Grandmas Get the Blues. Uh, that's the one where Blanche uses her test tube grandbaby to nab herself a bald fella. <laughs> I see, I didn't remember which episode Mel Bushman made his premiere. Uh-huh. Yeah, he's, he showed up a few times. Well, we yeah, so reference. we got two references to Mel Bushman after episode 19. So they really mm-hmm. were trying to pump in that uh, mm-hmm. continuity. continuity. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I kind of wonder, like, maybe they were laying the groundwork for him and Blanche to get married in the finale. Yeah, maybe. You know, like they were like, like, if they wouldn't have gone with the uh, Golden Palace, if they would have been like, well, oh, we'll the, marry her off. And one of the references was that he said he was going to get back with his old wife, did it? Oh, that's true, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's true. But it was like, you know, it wasn't like they all would have gotten married or whatever, with the exception of Sophia, but she'd already gotten remarried. Yeah. So, so. Right, yeah, she never technically got divorced, did she? Yeah, mm-hmm. she did not. Oh, Max, mm-hmm. miss him. Um, episode 21, Witness. Uh, that's the one where Rose dates the cheese man and Blanche discovers she's partially Jewish. Mm-hmm. Episode 22, What a Difference a Date Makes. 
That's the one where Barney Miller takes Dorothy to the prom. It's Angie's favorite episode. And rightfully so, because this is another Creative Arts Emmy-nominated episode. This time, six rando dudes lost for outstanding technical direction slash electronic camera work slash video control for a series. I don't know who won that year, but I'm sure these jabronis were robbed. It's funny because we are so much more rando dudes than those six guys. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they've had at least one big accomplishment in their life. They were nominated for a major award. Yeah. Um, I think that we'll be lucky if we ever even get something fragile in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> so episode 23, Love for Sale. Uh, that's the one where the Goldens enter a bachelorette auction and Blanche gets upset because Dorothy goes for a higher amount than she does. Presumably she's never heard the expression, don't buy the cow when the milk is free. <laughs> Episodes 24 and 25, Never Yell Fire in a Crowded Retirement Home, Parts 1 and Part 2. Uh, this two-part clip show was predicated upon Sophia being brought up on arson charges. And then episode 26, Henny Penny, Straight No Chaser. That's the one where the Goldens perform in an elementary school play, because why not? <laughs> well, you know, the kids were sick, and that play had to go on. <laughs> Otherwise, the other kids that weren't sick wouldn't be able to learn about the magic of reading. They'd have to return their <laughs> NEA grant money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was a solid recap once again, Brent. Mm. Um, Indeed. I would say six for six okay. at this point. Hopefully it doesn't fall apart in your recaps in the next two uh, seasons we'll do. Okay. Well, I do have a special little treat oh, okay. um, that we can go through and do and then enjoy while you do your finale part, uh, if you'd like. Yeah, sure. Okay. I'm very excited. Okay. So I'm very nervous, though. Oh, you shouldn't be. Okay. So. Well, you did say on the uh, on the little text back thing that it could be uh, hands full of slaw. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, Brent, Brent is, uh, you know, the connoisseur of... Yeah. Um, uh, what is it again? Uh, Cold not slaw? slaw. You said slaw. It's not slaw. No, crowd. 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 Yeah, crowd. Screwed yep. me up by saying slaw. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so I went ahead and picked up a copy of uh, the Golden Girls uh, cookbook, ah. More Than 90 Delectable Recipes for Blanche, Rose, Dorothy, and Sophia by Christopher Styler. Oh, very cool. And um, this is an official ABC Studios product oh. and everything, so it's legit and everything. Very nice. That's really cool. So... You can also Google this recipe. I did check, and it's online. Um, but when I was going through the more than 90 delectable recipes, I was like, which one should I make for these fine fellas from, you know, the maiden voyage, our new feature? What? Okay, very nice. You know, so nice. Anyways, I made uh, Van Skopskaka, okay, which is a.k.a. St. Olaf Friendship Cake. Okay. So this is baked with uh, milk, sugar, honey, and a whole lot of love and just a drop of sunshine. Mm. Um, Where did the, you buy the sunshine? Well, that's the thing. It was unseasonably <laughs> warm this weekend, mm -hmm. so we actually had a bit of sunshine. Ah, I hope you didn't um, overdose it. Well, that's the thing. Like, in order to keep the, you know, the recipe the same size, I just went ahead and reduced the amount of love. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> that's, that's my official reason. Um, off the record, it's because I'm an old man. I just don't have the volume. Oh. <laughs> 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 well, and I also know that your your love is incapable of producing babies. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, like I said, um, milk, sugar, honey, a whole lot of love, and a drop of sunshine. You can go online and Google it and find the full recipe if you don't want to drop the fifteen dollars for the cookbook. That was outstanding, by the way. <laughs> Thank you. So, it looks pretty delicious. And if anybody sees this picture on uh, Instagram or on Twitter or Facebook, those are Brent's hands. <laughs> <laughs> so now Brent has uh, the serving utensils and everything. Oh, he's even wrapped uh, 
Wow. Wrap his utensils in a napkin. I feel like a fancy restaurant. <laughs> Overly, yeah. I, I don't feel uh, I, I should have uh, dressed a little nicer. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and give myself the ass piece. Oh, okay. <laughs> I know you're an ass man. <laughs> yeah. Now, again, I've never made this before. I don't know what it's supposed to taste like. It looked reasonable, like when it came out of the oven and cooled and everything. Like, yeah. like friendship, so, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. like it definitely seems like it's edible. But I have no idea if it's good or not. <laughs> well, how much do we trust uh, ABC to produce culinary treats, right? Mm-hmm. Would you say you trust ABC more being owned by Disney or less? Uh, I would say more. I would say ABC. <laughs> I would say Disney gets sued a lot. Oh, okay. So they're probably careful if they can be. Right. Fair <laughs> enough. Well, I would say Disney is a generally good representation of what friendship should be. Mm-hmm. Whether or not their corporate uh, policies back up uh, their outward vision, thank you. You know, is up for debate, perhaps. But uh, oh, but Brent, right now I'm intermittent fasting and I don't eat after eight, and it's eight oh four. Sorry, I'm just going to toss this in the garbage. <laughs> <laughs> I have intermittent fasting as well, um, and also um, generally I'm done by this time. Take yeah. one for the team, right? <laughs> well, thank you very, very much. That's very sweet of you, sir. Yeah, I'll let you guys take the first bite. Okay. Let me know how it is. It does look good. I'll definitely say that. It does. That. Like, it legit looks like it will be delicious. I can't vouch for it. Now, I don't. It'll be I'm, able to in a few seconds. <laughs> I know there are some ASMR people out there who, who enjoy the sound of chewing, but I think the vast majority of people do not. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go ahead and pull away from the mic so I can take this bite. Mm-hmm. Um, perhaps, I was going to say, perhaps one of these guys could, you know, continue with commentary until then. Yeah, I'll but, commentary while you guys are. Okay, because he immediately shoved some food into his mouth. <laughs> so. I'm going to suffer. So is it, is it good, Ski? Is that first bite okay? It's good, yeah. Alan, how's your first bite? Very nice. Alan's giving me the thumbs up because, mm-hmm. you know, as a good Catholic, he's going to chew 32 times before he swallows. And mm-hmm. Yes, it's very good, Brent. It has it like is. an almondy taste to it. Yes, yes, it does. Um, it like almonds on top too, right? It does. It has um, my toasted small ones and put on top for the recipe. And it has um, almond essence um, mixed in with the batter as well. It reminds me of the... Wasn't that your nickname in high school? Almondescence. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is. I, I got that nickname when I was on the cover of Essence. <laughs> I thought it was his dancer name. <laughs> it reminds me a little bit of uh, um, the wedding cookies. Oh, like the little Mexican wedding cookie type yeah, things? Yeah, a little oh, bit. I can see I that. I think those are almond-based. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. I think they're like the, um, the Essence of Almond or the Almond Essence, whatever, was the only thing I had to actually buy. You know, because we keep, oh, technically I had to buy um, uh, baking powder as well because we were out. But everything else we already, oh, and I had to buy confectioner sugar, powdered sugar. But those are reasonable things that you might have right. if you bake periodically. Mm-hmm. True enough. I'd say it was really good, actually. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Now that I've had a chance, because the first bite was very crust heavy, um, mm-hmm. which it was still good. But, yeah. you know, it's like to get the more full cake, mm-hmm. cakey part of it. The yeah. second bite was even better, so. Nice. Yeah, well done, Brent. Thank I appreciate you very it. Much. That awesome. was very cool of you. Yeah. yeah, so if anybody has this cookbook at home, I would definitely recommend, you know, giving this recipe a try. Mm-hmm. So Brent's about to take a, his first bite, um, and while he's doing that and, and chewing it, I'll actually give him some time to think about it, mm-hmm. and I'll tell you about <laughs> our MVPs for this season. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, as you guys, you know, it, it's obvious, it's always going to be the top, you know, the four main actors that are, uh, take the lion's share, even though Brent gives his MVP vote away to... Somebody almost every week. How close is Stan? What's that? 
I mean, I think this season Stan had three votes. Um, I don't know where he's at overall for the series, but he did have one episode that we all really liked, Stan. So Stan did get, I think, the, that first episode. Well, I know that, generally you, if at first you just like Stan, so I was going to see if me and Brent could, like, vote Stan every time. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> like, even when... You could vote for you and two could vote for the same person every time. They would not be able to catch up with one of our two, you know, top. Vote I'm, I'm gonna. I, I, I was gonna guess, but I don't want to. Yeah, no. So, ski without knowing the votes, who do you think was the MVP of season six? Of, of just this just season? season six, yeah. I would so, say Sophia. Okay, and uh, would you? Who do you think so far has the lead between Rose? So you think Rose, I think has Rose is still in the lead. I think so she was last time. Brent, same question to you. I bet it's Rose for the season and Rose overall. Okay. Both both solid guesses. Uh, well, I'll go through from worst to first just mm-hmm. as far as the main four go. Uh, in fourth, we had Blanche with mm-hmm. uh, nine votes for oh, the wow. season. Yeah, I actually thought she did better. I feel like I voted for Blanche a lot. I think I had one period where I voted for Blanche three weeks in a row. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I guess you two weren't as uh, enamored by Blanche's performances. Yeah. In second place was Dorothy. Uh, Dorothy got 11 votes. Um, now, those two, you guys both correctly predicted as far as, you know, Rose and Sophia being the two that tend to get the most votes. Mm-hmm. Um, Blanche right now is in third place with 53 total MVP votes, mm-hmm. and Dorothy's in uh, fourth place with 51. Mm-hmm. It's very close between those two, mm-hmm. and also it's very close between our top two. Mm-hmm. In second place, it was Rose. Uh, Rose came in oh. second this season with 13 votes. And she currently has 99 votes overall with a two-season MVPs to her name. Okay. And then in first place, obviously, <clears throat> it was uh, Sophia. Sophia had 16 votes. Her fourth time as MVP. Mm-hmm. She has 100 MVP votes overall. So just, no, wow. just one single MVP vote more. Hmm. Although, you know, although I do take, so, I mean, I take this part seriously, too. Although I do think our overall series totals, uh, mm-hmm. I take more seriously just because Brent tends to throw away a lot of his votes on people that weren't part of the show. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I know he gave one person a vote two times because he had died at his own hands. Uh, <laughs> so I can't really take Brent's, uh, I can't take that as seriously, but I do think the overall distribution is probably pretty accurate. So, so you said uh, Sophia has 100? Yep, 100 votes. And Rose, uh, Rose has 99. Yep. And what were the other two? Uh, 53 for Blanche and 51 for Man, Dorothy. that's a fall-off right yeah. there. That's mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you know, both Rose and Sophia get so much more as far as, like, the funny lines and whatnot yeah. to work with. So I think it's pretty easy Well, for Rose them. is, generally speaking, the most likable out of the two, mm-hmm. and then Sophia is generally the funniest. Yeah, and usually if it's a Rose-centric episode or a, or a Sophia-centric episode, they usually do have enough of a combo of comedy and drama to win MVP. A lot of times when it's one of the other two, it's like Blanche-centric episodes, she so frequently is painted in a negative light. Mm-hmm. And Dorothy-centric episodes, not necessarily always a, a, a negative light, but it's not always... Maybe more drama. Yeah, exactly, I would say. It's one of those things that both Dorothy and Blanche have sort of... I don't want to say an overinflated view of themselves, mm-hmm. but they're both... Overly I would say, cocky I would in say places. That's somewhat appropriate, yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's one of those things that it's easier to take Blanche's cockiness, you know, humorously. Yeah. It's one of those things because it's all, you know, vain and, you know, sex right. pot type stuff. Whenever Dorothy's overly cocky, it's like, well, I'm the smartest person in the room. Yeah. And that's just not as attractive. 
Yeah, well, and then with Blanche on the other side, um, she so frequently has the things where it's like that she's, whether it's some sort of racist or homophobic mm-hmm. or, you know, other sort of backwards thinking that she gets, yeah. you know, Oftentimes has to deal very with. vain yeah. or uh, selfish. Mm-hmm. Right, that too. But like I said, with the vain and selfish part, I think it's more comedic. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas with Dorothy, like Brent said, I think the, I don't know, kind of uh, overinflated sense of importance mm-hmm. or yeah. whatnot. Is Almost little, looking down on others. Yeah, it's more unflattering in a way. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, so uh, so Brent, what would you think of your creation there before we go into the... Uh, I thought it was good. I thought it was good. Um, it finishes off. That's yeah, pretty good. I, I ate my like a candy bar because I had the <laughs> I had the butt, so yeah. it's nice and firm, and I could just pick it up and eat it and everything. So I think you'll like the middle pieces even better. Um, yeah. I, I think the crust was good, but obviously with yours, every bite had a hefty amount of crust. In yeah, it, yeah, so. yeah. Um, I think because just you know you got to butter the pan and right. everything, yep. so it just sort of. Um, yeah, that was really good. It was really good. I um got a little take home to the wife and everything, so hopefully Indeed. she enjoys it. I think they'll like it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Thank you again. Oh no problem. Hope, glad you guys enjoyed it. Uh, well, that was a top three dessert for sure that we've had on this show. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was something different. Normally we have cheesecake or something delicious, and I mm. wanted to keep the streak alive. So yeah. That it was, was good. Excellent. Uh, all right. Well, so do I guess we'll go through our bottom three first. Okay. So the bottom three episodes as we voted this season, uh, in third to last place, Ebb Tide's Revenge. I know that that's, a show, that's an episode that obviously had some critical acclaim, mm-hmm. um, and, and I think the awards, as Brent mentioned, yeah. at least they were nominated for. Yeah. I think that in the time that it was made, it was a time when they were a lot more forgiving about all the homophobia and whatnot that was on mm-hmm. there. Or well, not homophobia, but uh, transphobia is what I mean. Because, you know, like there was the priest who was kind of making fun of, uh, of Phil mm-hmm. and, and things like that that I, I think, yeah. think really lowered it in our minds. Um, not to mm-hmm. mention the fact that there was just, there were a lot of factors that I think probably played better in 1991 or mm-hmm. 1990, whichever year it came out, yeah. then played for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think that's where the disparities there. Mm-hmm. Uh, in second to last, Love for Sale, I um, ended up with seven and a half slices of cheesecake. Mm-hmm. I guess we didn't care for that one at all. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I'm never a big fan of the Stan episodes. I've only had one Stan-centric episode that I really particularly favored, mm-hmm. um, or at least that I favored Stan in, yeah. um, and this certainly was not one of them. Mm-hmm. And then our lowest uh, rated episode, either of you two want to guess? It's kind of hard without seeing a list of episodes in front of you. I don't have a guess. Miles to go. I think mm-hmm. we all had such huge issues with how <laughs> out there that one was yeah. um, and all the weird continuity question marks that, that it entailed. Yeah. So that one only ended up with six slices of cheesecake. So yeah. even at the bottom end, they weren't as low as I think some of our other mm-hmm. worst episodes were. Yeah. But certainly, uh, certainly... You know, still some some stinkers in this season. Yeah. Okay. So then, as our uh, our top, normally I give our top five. Mm-hmm. I had to go with our top seven this time because we had four episodes tied with eighteen oh, wow. slices of cheesecake. Oh wow! Wow. <laughs> so, so so you've gone through the sinkers. Now you're talking about the floaters. Exactly. But <laughs> <laughs> well, the ones who just missed it. Yeah. Um, so these four episodes all came out with eighteen slices, and there's only one on here where I'm like, uh, well, the, the top one. Have eighteen, or was the top one? The top higher? ones had more than that. Okay. So these, none of these four make the cut. Um, at least not in the initial. These are the bridesmaids, mm-hmm. not the brides. <laughs> now, now we have talked about possibly having a three wild cards. Um, mm-hmm. well, actually four wild cards, and we actually do the tournament at the mm-hmm. very end. One of those being season one, episode twenty, automatically <laughs> yeah. as an automatic berth. And I think it needs to be. Yeah. Each I of know. us getting to pick one episode that didn't oh. make the cut that we'd want to throw in there. Also, gotcha. 
so you never know. One of these could end up making it into uh-huh. the wild card, but yeah. it's not now, getting an automatic. I know you've got uh, our ratings uh, recorded. Do you have who picked what? Oh. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep, okay. I have all that as well. Um, so the one, these none of these four quite make the cup. They were all close to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, once upon a time, or once in St. Olaf. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, all these these four all had 18. Mm-hmm. Uh, episode 10, uh, girls just want to have fun before mm-hmm. they die. Mm-hmm. Uh, episode 20, even grandmas get the blues. Mm-hmm. And the one that I feel like should have made it, this is one that I could potentially see myself bumping in later on, but uh, it's Sister <laughs> of the Bride. Oh, yeah. Uh, Ski kind of torpedoed that one a little bit with a four, I yeah. think. Um, I think you and I both gave it, well, it had an 18, so I guess the two of us averaged a seven on it, mm-hmm. and Ski yeah. gave it a four. So yeah. I could see that one being one I would consider giving my, you know, yeah, wild card to. a great episode. And America agrees. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. <laughs> they, all, they all tuned in to watch it. Uh, and then in third place, just missing the cut, um, Melodrama episode 19. Mm. It had 19 slices of cheesecake. And now these uh, are top two episodes, the ones that will be competing for sure at the end uh, for the greatest episode of the entire series. Episode 9, Mrs. Georgia Devereaux, uh, 20.5 slices of cheesecake. And I'm guessing that you both, too, especially since it's pretty recent, could guess on what our number one episode of the season was. Oh, I'm guessing it was the one where they did the... Uh the play. Yep, yep. exactly. Any, any yep. Chaser. yep. It was 21.5 slices of cheesecake, one of the highest scores we've given to an episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, Henny Penny, Straight Note Chaser, the season finale of uh, season six. Yes. So those two are definitely going to be competing at the end. You know, I just now put two and two together as far as <clears throat> melodrama, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so is that like a reference to Mel Bushman? Oh, perhaps. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> like, I was confused by the title or whatever yeah. that I finally put it together. I was like, oh. Yeah, that would make total sense. Yeah. It probably was. Yeah. <laughs> and now I'm just now putting it together since you yeah. put it together for me. <laughs> <laughs> now I can tell all my friends, uh, yeah. regale them <laughs> exactly. about the... <laughs> the Oscar Wilde wordplay that yeah. Tom Whedon had or whomever wrote that episode. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> And I won't give you any credit for having <laughs> been the one to discover it. Because <laughs> your friends that you're talking about, they want to know about the podcast, but they don't want to have to listen to it, right? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> They're just all about the stats. Yeah, give me the Cliff Notes version. <laughs> so, yeah, so uh, that's season six is now in the books. Mm-hmm. I'm getting ready to jump right into season seven next week. So yeah. I, hope, I hope you all join us as we get into the last season of Golden Girls. Mm-hmm. But, again, as we're in pointed out early in the episode, we're also going to be doing Golden Palace, so Yay. we're not too close to the end just yet, yeah. um, but we are definitely close in the... Close in, I'd yeah. say, yeah. I, would you call got this home stretch? Yeah, yeah, I mean, we got, what, 52 episodes to go? Yeah, well, plus the playoffs, but yeah, the actual series. 53, so yeah, we got a year. Well, and actually, of the seasons, because I think uh, Golden Palace is only 24 episodes, yeah, so we correct. have 50 more episodes yeah, then uh, like, to review. Then two recaps, and then the finale. Yeah, exactly, so... So we're not too, too far off. We still have over a year. You'll have to deal with us for more than a year uh, from this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we're... Well, yeah, you have to. I mean, you're obligated. <laughs> At this point, yeah. yeah. I mean, let's be honest. We're in this together, goddammit. Exactly. <laughs> so, 160 episodes. You don't quit now. Yeah. <laughs> you're 75% finished. Yeah. Meanwhile, someone's out there, this is the first one I've listened to. <laughs> <laughs> well, even if it's your first one, as soon as you hit play, I think you're committed. I think that you have to stick with it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How many episodes of something... Let's just say percentage-wise. Yeah. How much of something do you have to watch or listen to or whatnot to feel like almost a sense of obligation to finish it? Or do you ever hit that point? No, I mean, I've I've quit stuff so close to the end. Like Veronica Mars. Mm -hmm. You know, I absolutely love the first two seasons. 
and then I just I forget what happened. I didn't see the third season, you know, and I love nothing more than to watch the third season and then the movie and then like the reunion season, mm-hmm. you know, nothing would make me happier than to finish that. But it's just now I got to go back and rewatch the first two seasons and I don't know. Okay. Well, that's fair enough. Now, has there been anything though that you've just watched and you're like, yeah, I like this for a while, but I don't care for it that much now, mm-hmm. even though it's ending in six episodes, I'm still not going to bother <laughs> finishing it out. And I don't know. I probably made it through five seasons or so of Modern Family before I threw the pulled the plug on that one. Maybe I went like eight seasons though, or something like that. Oh, it did. I think so. Uh, I could be wrong, but I, I thought think... it went for like twelve or thirteen. Oh, maybe it did. Well, then, what are you saying? You went through five seasons. That's not nearly close to the end. Well, I'm just saying that was like a hundred episodes. That's an investment of time. Okay, fair enough. You know, but it's one of those things like I don't see, need to see, you know, Manny going to paternity test or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what happened in the final seasons, but. Well, I think anybody who's listened to even one episode of this podcast, as far as Fully I'm concerned, yeah, you're committed. You need to finish it out. <laughs> Go back and listen to anything you haven't listened to. Maybe re-listen to it mm-hmm. <laughs> if you already have. So. Yeah, season one, episode 20 is a nice place to revisit. Yeah, it's funny. <laughs> that that one, now it's not really as, because it's been out for so long. Because, mm-hmm. um, you know, obviously it was, yeah. we've done 160 episodes. So this is 140 yeah. weeks ago <laughs> that yeah. it came out. It's not nearly as close to the bottom of the list as it used to be, mm-hmm. but it's still the least listened to episode through five and a half seasons. Wow. <laughs> so, Which is crazy because by far and away, it's the one we talk about the most. Oh, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, but now after that, like when you get to the second half of season five and all of season six, none of those I don't think have more mm-hmm. listens than it mm-hmm. at this point. But yeah, it gets all the way there mm-hmm. before. Like, are we still trending downwards, though, as far as new listeners? Like, I, I mean, oh, we're not trending downwards, but we're... We plateaued in gotcha. a lower area. Gotcha. Which is fine. I mean, as far as people listening to the new episodes, mm-hmm. that stayed fairly consistent. It's just not a lot of new people are joining in. Gotcha. So, so yeah, if you have a friend out there, mm-hmm. <laughs> by all means, uh, turn them on to our podcast. Oh, yeah, refer a friend or better, you know, an enemy, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> or an acquaintance, someone who you don't mind if you lose the friendship. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. If you can't decide if you want to wish them well or wish them ill. <laughs> right. <laughs> send them here and let fate decide. It would decide. really depend on yeah. whether they like the show or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't know. That would be pretty odd. It's almost like, oh, this show is shit. I'm going to tell my friend about this. <laughs> and then laugh when they tell me that they also didn't like uh-huh. it. <laughs> I think it'd be a, it could be a good barometer of your friendship. Mm-hmm. Like, How send it to them and like, I want your honest opinion. Is How this good do or bad? Yeah. Click. <laughs> so you think that if somebody, if you send somebody a piece of media that you didn't like, now we're not going to say something that's like, you know, objectionable because yeah, yeah, of yeah. content. It's not, yeah, it's, it's just quality. quality. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. And if they liked it, you'd be like, ah, I think we're done here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. is, is there anything you can think of that you would really end a friendship over? Like something that I just despise that they liked? Yeah, but again, nothing that, like, yeah, yeah, that you're yeah. like, oh, they... Like, I'm sending them Deadpool or something like yeah, that. Or, yeah, yeah. Um, no, I don't think so. Like, I'm, I'm pretty good about if I don't like something... Obviously, again, we're taking out the hateful stuff. Sure, you know? yeah, exactly. I'm like, well, that's just not for me, mm-hmm. you know. Like, here's something. Um, so the new Lil Yachty album, mm-hmm. okay. Um, uh, Questlove had posted something saying, you know, it's one of the all-time greatest albums he's ever heard. Like, it's a game changer and, you know, his highest praise possible. Right. And I was like, oh, well, Questlove loves this album. So, you know, that's good. I'm glad he has something. You yeah. Know? And then Pitchfork reviewed it. And they didn't quite slam it, but it was it was more negative than positive. The review it was like six out of ten, okay. you know, very very mixed. And then I was like, well, I have to find out who do You're I side yourself, with. Yeah. yeah, 
Pitchfork or, you know, Questlove. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I listened to the new Lil Yachty album and I listened to it three times and it's like, I enjoyed it. You know, I thought it was really good. I'm definitely somewhere in the middle, okay. but I could see why Questlove not the, loved not it. Not the way rave reviews, but not, exactly. not yeah. downplaying or anything. Like, and I, like, I listened to it twice and I came to my opinion that, oh, I like this. You know, this is not bad. You know, it's closer to Questlove, you know, end of the scale. Okay. And then I was listening to it the third time, um, just coincidentally, and then I picked up Gabby, and she gets in the car, and she's in the car five, ten minutes, and she's like, you're listening to Lil Yachty? And I was like, you don't? <laughs> <laughs> and and she, she was like, you've never listened to it before? And I was, I was like trying to be cool about it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, I just assumed you were listening to enough of that on your own. You didn't have to hear it with me. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> So, well, I do think it says a whole lot about uh, about you that you're like, I'm going to listen to this and see which side of the argument I come down on. Yeah. I come down in the middle. <laughs> I'll take no side. Exactly. <laughs> well, well, exactly. It's like I don't have a dog in this hunt. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think it's uh, legitimately uh, kind of it's a legitimate try that you listen to it three times mm-hmm. because I, I know. There's been at least a few instances of things I've seen or heard the first time. I was like, oh, I didn't care for that. Yeah. But then the next time I saw it or heard it, I was like, you know what? That was a, a little better than I thought. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I do that. I'll give something like a second chance, usually. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, Black <gasps> Adam, I'm getting right. I'm going to, this week, I'm going to give it its second chance, you know? And because it's one of those things that the more I think about it, the more I'm like, you know, I liked Black Adam with the exception of The Rock, you know? <laughs> like, everybody else in there was really good. And so now I'm going to go into it and just sort of focus on those guys and yeah. not well, worry the about the quintessential rock. like uh, uh, situation for that for me. Like the example would be uh, Napoleon Dynamite. Mm. First time I I saw that I saw it with my uh, like an extended family we were all mm-hmm. at home. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it was for a holiday or something. Yeah, yeah. And I thought, well, that was just a pot, pack of crap. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. I wasted my time. Yeah. And then uh, did everybody else in your family love it? I don't remember. Honestly, mm-hmm. I know me and my wife both thought it was stupid. Yeah. Like, what's mm-hmm. wrong with that? It's, why is that so popular? Yeah. And they were talking to Alan and Sherry, and uh, like, oh, no. Did you just listen to it or watch it once? I'm like, yeah. Why would we bother to watch it again? Yeah, yeah. So, no, no. you got to watch it again. Yeah. And now I freaking love that movie. It's yeah. hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's that's a great example uh, of that. 180 for me. It's like... Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, in fairness, though, Brent didn't say he didn't like it the first time around. The first time right, around, right. he already enjoyed it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So, it wasn't like you were given a piece of crap a second chance. <laughs> exactly. You were given something to just... Yeah, a, it, it, it could have easily gone that way. I mean, mm-hmm. freaking little Yachty. You know, I've made yeah. it this far without listening to anything <laughs> he did. If I'd have listened and I didn't enjoy it... I'd be like, oh, well, you know, Questlove knows the genre more than me, so he's right. picking up a nuance that I'm not, yeah. you know, so. <laughs> and did you ever admit to Gabby that you hadn't listened? Like, no, oh, okay. no, 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 as far as she thinks I'm, what if she listens to this podcast? <laughs> yeah. As far as she's concerned, I'm, you know, bopping to Lil Yachty. <laughs> On the regular. Yeah. Do any of you, aside from Cassidy, who I, I'm assuming her knowledge of it is pretty vague, mm-hmm. do any of the other three know that you do a podcast? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I hope not. <laughs> Funny story, like I was uh, driving here today, I wanted to call my brother because uh, his friend Matt was wanting to get together for the Super Bowl next week, mm-hmm. which is one of the reasons I asked you guys if you already had plans. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, he said he is going over to his friend Matt's house, and I'm invited as well. Um and I told him I was coming to see you guys for the podcast. He's like, 
you do a podcast? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, for a while now. Mm-hmm. He said, how do I not know this? I was like, I don't know. I guess I don't really talk to you a whole lot much about it. And I figured everyone knew, so I didn't figure I had to bring it up. Yeah, that's kind of weird. It's like, you do a podcast? Yeah, for three years I've been doing a podcast. <laughs> 14 reviews. Right. <laughs> Can't be wrong. Exactly. You better believe he'll be over 15 now. Yeah. I sure wish someone else would review us positively on iTunes again. Be nice. It would be nice if we had, <laughs> had one that was less than 10 months old or whatever exactly. that last one is. You know, just you know, bump the algorithm up just a smidge. I'm almost positive, too, that the last one was someone who was, like, still listening. <laughs> <laughs> like, they updated their old review. <laughs> so I don't even know it's a fresh one. <laughs> but, I like to think they butt-reviewed us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, well. Better, better add a comment. Right. <laughs> Five stars, ASDF. <laughs> what does that mean? It's just like random. Like the, oh, okay. The, on the keyboard. <laughs> I thought it was uh, some kind of like. No. Were you trying to figure it out? Like, as zilch. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, you said ASDF. Oh, AS. I thought, yeah. I don't know. In my mind, I, thir- I know he. Now that you say that, I know he said AS, but in my mind, somewhere it went to Z. I don't know silch. why. Yeah. Silch. Silch, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I think we've padded out this recap episode 20. So. Ski's not finished his slice. Well, I haven't either, but yeah, I'll, Ski, I'll... like, definitively, like, pushed his plate away. <laughs> he was like, yeah, that's good. <laughs> I hope that does not look like a reference to how much I like it. Very good. I was going to finish it when we oh, had a little fine. break. Yeah. All right. Well, okay. when you guys hear us, we'll have a completed... When you hear us next, we'll have completed a full slice yes. of, <laughs> uh, of Brent's cake. Um, but for right now, like this cake, stay golden, Coco. Thanks. Hey, thanks so much for downloading today. If you enjoyed that opening, you should definitely check out Ashley Jade on YouTube. She has a bunch of awesome compositions on there. If you want to get in touch, you can email us at sophiaschoicepodcast at gmail.com. You can also reach us on Twitter at sophiaschoicepc. We plan to have a new episode out every Monday. If you have a moment, give us a rating on iTunes or wherever else fine podcasts are downloaded. And of course, stay golden.